I'm delighted to welcome to the show today lovely lady, a friend, Sue Cooper, who is the founder of Moments of Mass Mindfulness. That's a bit of a mouthful, Sue, isn't it? Mom, is, we, we call mom. it mom, don't we? We do, we do. So, um, so mom, um, uh, I know we, we met about five years ago, I think it was, when you were just um, going to be creating your first mass mindfulness in, in the city of Nottingham, in the, in the city centre there. And, yes, that's right. Uh, I was struck on how passionate you were at that time on um, uh, positive, the positive effects of mindfulness and meditation. So let's, before we start talking about that, which is kind of a, a key topic for today, let's um, give the listeners some background about you. So, so what, what have you done your whole life? Because I, I know this is something that you've been working towards over a long period. But um, what, what, yeah. what was your kind of profession? So my profession is um, is nursing. Um, I became a registered nurse in um, in the uh, early se- mid mid seventies, um, and I handed my registration in last uh, last year. So about forty five years of of nursing within the clinical setting, within managerial setting, and, and within education. So the full the full remit, and also in business as well, had a, um, a care home group, um, and then. In um, about 2006, I became unwell, um, and I hadn't actually realised at the time what that was. And that was it was it was overwhelm. It was stress. Um, and a friend said to me, um, you know, obviously I, I confided in a friend that I wasn't feeling very well, didn't know what was wrong, and she said, "Well, have you ever thought of meditation?" And I said. <laughs> No. Um, so she says, well, let me take you to um, a meditation group. So she did. And, and this opened up a whole new world for me of um, being rather than doing, of finding friendships. And m- most importantly, uh, starting to have more clarity uh, on, within the present moment, day to day. So from this group, I thought, you know, I need to know a little bit more about this. And over the years, somebody introduced me to the work of uh, Dr. Deepak Chopra, um, who is um, a, a lead in um, mind, body, health, uh, integrative health. So I found my way to him um, in California and trained with him at the Chopra Center in um, an ancient healing tradition called Ayurveda, which um, really resonated with me because it's very much a holistic pro- uh, approach to life. And it means um, the wisdom of life. So it's the, the, the natural wisdoms of life. It's not taking anything away because we still have this wonderful health model, but it's more looking at how, um, how nature can help us heal ourselves. And then from that, I went on um, to train as a meditation and mindfulness teacher um, with somebody called Sarah McLean, who runs an institute um, in, in America. And this whole world has opened up to me. I practice every day. Um, I would say 80% of the time I'm, I'm good, um, uh, as it were. I follow, I follow my practices. Um, and, um, but I realise that you know, my feet are on the ground and I live in this world very much as well. So, so it's, um, it's knowing when I, what it is for me, it's knowing when I go out of balance and I can quickly or more quickly bring myself back into balance of having this this beautiful sense of um, awareness of clarity and creativity um so yeah so um a uh, a situation that uh, led me into massive in ill health um has brought me to um vibrant health 
Does that um, does that answer the, the Absolutely. question? Absolutely, yeah, wonderful. So that was, uh, what, 16 years ago, 15 years ago, something uh, uh, like that? Yeah, 14 years ago, um, right. since I, I recognised the fact that I, I was um, moving it on, a, on a path of um, really um, terrible, um, overwhelm, illness, you know, all the manifestations of stress, which you don't realise when you're in it. It's only when somebody recognises it often for, for you or helps you along the path. Yeah, so it's 14 years ago. And that's um, an, an, another common description for that is burnout, isn't it? Yes, yes. Burnout is, is a very widely recognised term in, in business. And that's, that's how I came into health as well um, in uh, 2009, my first cancer scare. So the last 10 years have been quite uh, life-changing for the pair of us, haven't they, in different ways? Yes, and it's. Um, I often look back and smile to myself because I decided, you know, I needed a, a total break away and, and to find out more about this. Um, and I have never been more active, more passionate, more. I say busy because busy sometimes sounds a bit mindless, doesn't it? Uh, uh, active, mindfully, and the 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 time of retirement um we never really retire do we when we're when we're immersed in health and well-being um has has um really it's um it's kind of in a way a bit like being um, an elder uh it's you to be an elder you know within the um the, the traditions you need to have lived a long life of of the roller coaster ups and downs and then pick out you know the wisdoms that have led you forward and maybe other wisdoms in the world and and embed those and then share those and I've kind of for myself morphed into I believe the the kind of the person or a voice or the awareness that I was looking for when I was unwell when I went I don't I can't do this anymore I don't know where to turn um so yeah it's uh, it's an absolute pleasure and a privilege at this stage of of life um to be able to be um, even more vibrant and, um, and and to step up now actually Elaine and and be um, a voice because it's the voice of experience and as when integrity and passion and professionalism is merged with that I think um, the, the 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 message becomes greater not necessarily louder it, it spreads further. I totally agree with you there and resonate with everything you said Sue and I think it's a shame that years ago there was this kind of hippie view on meditation and wellness and um, sort of happy clappy sort of thing. Oh, yes, everything is wonderful. And, this, you know, the world's full of well, the hippie days in the 60s, really. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people kind of poo pooed the concept of sitting still and enjoying the beauty all around us and this type of thing. And what you just said about um, bringing integrity, passion and professionalism into it, I think is really quite profound. So, yes. so tell us about uh, um, your mom world, M-O-M-M -M world. Um, so so how, how, how did you, the concept of that come about? Okay. It's, um, it's like a lot of things. It's gone through um, a transformation, transformation after transformation as it, as it evolves. It's actually started with, um, with a dream. Um, I, uh, I dreamt about, um, co about co-creating holistic healing hubs and, um, I was woken and I had to write this down. It was like, okay, you know, this is way out of something that doesn't normally happen to me. So I wrote down this, this, um, this thought, this vision that I had in my dream. 
And the, it, it was along the lines of, this was in 2016, was to bring together a, a group of people who, are, who I already knew within health and well-being, holistic health and well-being, who had, um, I'd worked with or had very long conversations with, to come together and, and, and set up a working group to how we could actually start to raise the awareness of another way of being um, with all the beautiful creative arts of, of, of health and, and healing. So as I said earlier, you know, the, the, the science of health is very well described, but the, the actual practices are less so and as you say Lane so rightly you know in the 60s and moving forward you know a lot of the the beautiful things like sound therapy and meditation um, dance um, qigong uh, yoga they, they were put into um, a, a pocket of alternative and it was either either or and if you went along the alternative then you were of um, a different mindset to the the normal um, what ha what's happened over the years is that it's moved from alternative into complementary. So it's it's moving this either or. Um, so uh, the people that I uh, asked to come together uh, were scientists. There were people who were, who were practitioners, and we sat round a table, and and I and I just relayed this 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 beautiful vision of helping people experience these beautiful techniques with people who are who are passionate about it who are professional with the integrity and and and, and everybody went wow now that that is really resonating because many people were doing this already but kind of doing it very quietly and it felt very much that it was time to move into a, a new dimensional of, of awareness for people to find people rather than wait until like yourself and myself going into burnout or overwhelm to find something let's become more visible so out of this when it actually we started working on this it, we realized it was a very big project and a, a number of them um said well we we will definitely support this but we can't become terribly active in it because we have our own jobs so that left three of us myself um a lady called Sunita Passe who is um, an Ayurvedic third generation um uh, practitioner of Ayurveda based in Nottingham and another beautiful lady called Kat Chu who owned um a uh, a holistic healing center in Nottingham called Tiger Bow and who's third generation Chinese medicine so between us uh, we had uh, china india and um and uh, western medicine covered and um during this time we're thinking well how ca how can we do this um cat came up with the idea she says i've always had a dream of um, of mass meditation because i really think that's an incredible powerful way of people finding each other and from that we said well let's do it because until we find each other, the, the idea lays fairly fallow um, of the holistic healing hubs. Let's raise the vibration of all coming together and finding each other. So, uh, so that's what we did. We worked um, always in a voluntary capacity and a number of other ladies came to join us. Um, a lady called Gina who worked with Kat, a fabulous lady called Ursula. Um, who did all our marketing. So we, you know, I really give gratitude from this early foundation of people coming forward and saying, how can I help? I, I, I get the vision. So on May the 13th, 2017, we came together in Nottingham Market Square. We had about 35 little, little tents, little marquees around the outside perimeter. 
and um, at 12 o'clock the Lord Mayor, um, the, the bells were ringing, the Lord Mayor announced the fact that we were going to have a mass meditation and we had between six and seven hundred people sitting and you were there Elaine, um, were sitting on the market floor, a market square floor, the slab square as we call it and we came together in this beautiful meditation led by Sarah McLean who'd flown in from um, the United States who I trained with. Um, it was quite phenomenal. And then the, 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 the 20 minutes of the meditation, um, there was an opportunity to talk to people next to you in, in a little circle as well. And then all the, then we opened it up and then all the marquees around the outside, there was actually nothing to buy, but there was a lot of experiences to be had. So people found each other, people found what it was like to experience a 15 minute uh, mini, mini treatment of um, massage or fa uh, facials in terms of you know looking at the the nardis and the the acupressure points uh, reflexology um, um, uh, meditations were going on throughout the day for, with with uh, local and international leaders leading meditations in the marquee um, and then there were people who were who had their own marquees that were, were talking about what they were doing in in the community to to um, bring awareness of holistic healing. We think we had probably between four and a half and five thousand people come through. It is a busy, usually a busy day in the market square, so there was a natural flow of people. But it brought huge amounts of people in because the feedback we got afterwards said, "Thank you, we found each other." And 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 I would say that most of the businesses after that really flourish because people said, I didn't know that you did this. So let me come and have a, a treatment in your, uh, uh, so the momentum was started. So that was in 2016. In 2017, um, another group came in to do it in Nottingham. It had ta really taken a lot to put on such a big event. So another group came in in Nottingham, but during the year, um, some people who were based in Bristol had heard about what we had done and they said, you know, we would really love to do this. It's such a fabulous idea and we'd like to do it in, in our city centre. Absolutely. May I help? So the Nottingham one went along with, with this different group um, again, May, second weekend in May. And I went down to Bristol to help the Bristol team do it at the same time. There was no interconnectivity through, you know, the internet or anything. It was just that we knew we were doing it at the same time. And out of that beautiful meditation led by the mindfulness teachers, um, three people came forward and said, please, may I do it in my town? I love it so much. It's been a, the most incredible experience. Well, well, let's try. So, so 2017 was Nottingham, 2018 was Nottingham and Bristol. 2019 was, well, how can we make this happen? There has to be a, something more joined up if, if we're going to get five locations. So um, this wonderful man came into my life who is a, an expert, a gentleman by the name of Erfan, um, on um, operations and, and, and the internet. It needed to be run through the internet really for us all to find each other. And what happened in May during that time, it gathered its momentum. The name was, well, these are moments of mass mindfulness. And then the word mom came up and this was 
so beautiful because it, it resonates with um, the mother, the mom, um, the moments of mass mindfulness, the coming together with, with care and compassion and um, for ourselves, for others and, and for the world. So the whole thing started to resonate. So as we work towards maybe having it with five places, what actually happened was the momentum became so huge that in May 2019, last May, not only were we fortunate to partner with um, HeartMath um, in the UK, who um, are one of the lead, leaders in science in um, the, the resonance of the heart and bringing our own nervous system into coherence, um, which really um, makes all the difference when we are, we are in, in meditation and then the creativity afterwards. So HeartMath partnered with us. Uh, Dr. Dan Siegel, who's a leading um, uh, world voice in, um, in, in the Mindsight Institute, which is the development of the brain and, and, and particularly within children. Uh, and very many others came forward and we ran the events over that weekend. We became global. Um, we had 52 countries come together. Sorry, I've just got a little wobble in my voice because it's still quite so sensational. 52 countries, there were about 360 locations. And we know for sure there was about 10,500 people because we could log those people, but we actually believe that it was a hugely significant amount more. HeartMath had developed an app in which to use so that they could, they could log this. Um, and we all came on round about the same time and um, it blew the app within 10 minutes. Um, there was the sheer volume of people coming on to use the app and the sheer volume of people joining together. Um, it was too much. Um, so that, well, so there was nothing wrong with the app. It had done loads and loads of testings. It was the sheer, the sheer volume. So we knew that there was this massive wave. Um, so we said, you know, let's do this again, but why, let's not wait till next year because we had this momentum More more people said we wanted to do it. So on uh, the United Nations Day of Peace on the 21st of September, 2019, we, we, we set up another mom. And again, with HeartMath and one of the, the organizers, uh, the, the directors of HeartMath in the United States, um, Howard Martin and Roland McCrady, um, Howard Martin came, um, flew over to uh, to London, and we we co-hosted um, a, a moment of mass mindfulness for for World Peace Day, and we we live streamed it, and we had um, we know we had forty six countries joining us. We we know we had over six hundred locations, and we know that we had um, around about fifteen and a half, sixteen thousand people that we know of, but we know that it was significantly more. So I'm taking a, a pause here and I'm taking a breath because the, the momentous activity that was that's generated through this, knowing that we were in a way onto something as, as volunteers and as heart-based, a heart-based group of people is what can we do next? What can we do? What, how can we keep this flowing? So we have our, our next one, which is why it's so delightful to, to talk to you because we are 19 days away from our next one, which is going to be on the 10th of May, 2020 at 12 midday in the local time zones throughout the world. And I don't know if this is the time that you want me to, to continue with this or for, to take I a... A little break for you too. Let's let, let's have a break for one of your uh, records. I asked guests to choose two records. Um, it's really quite remarkable, Sue. And 
very very humbling to speak with you because when we met um way back in uh, 2000 and uh early 2016 um yes. we were having this com conversation in uh, a cafe over yeah. a, a cup of, t of green tea and uh, yeah. now look absolutely remarkable you know so so chuffed really really amazing let's um let's um hear why you chose let it be by the beatles well going back to the 60s isn't it funny how uh, you started talking about that the beatles were the most one of the most vibrant groups in the whole world coming out of liverpool and um they uh, i i do believe changed everything in terms of um, of music and in terms of personality and in terms of being light and bright and free and fun and um, Paul McCartney dreamt this this song, Let It Be. And, and I've researched this a lot because I think, actually, what does it mean? It talks about Mother Mary came to me. And, and there's the, the um, inference that it's um, uh, the mother, the, um, the Mother Mary. He says it's about his mother. His mother was called Mary and he lost her when... Um, he was very young. He was only, um, you know, a small child. I think about six, if I if I've got that right. And he was he was dreaming about his mother, and she came to him in this dream. And and again, I get very moved by this because every person who lives on this planet, who is alive on this planet, came through a, a mother. And and the mother, the the care and the the, the nurturing that the mother, it, it's it's just there in this song that Paul McCartney. So he had a dream. I had a dream and those two dreams have materialized into something more than I, I could ever imagine. And Paul McCartney said dream more than he could ever imagine. This, this song is really very close to his heart. So this is why I chose it as one of the songs representing mom. Fantastic. So um, here we are, Let It Be by The Beatles. So such a, a beautiful song and uh, heartfelt words there. So Sue, you've done an absolutely remarkable job with um, with developing this uh, uh, mom, the uh, the uh, moments of mass meditation, literally all over the globe, just from a dream. It just shows you, doesn't it, what can be achieved? Yes, and I think if the um, intention is pure and the um the back to the word integrity it's it's a it's a huge it's a small world is it word isn't it but it's it's huge that um it it's like the universe comes to to meet you um when one is in alignment of um of, of letting it flow getting what i've learned is get myself out of the way and my um resistance to to stepping forward and and, and being in the shadows because you know it's not necessarily always comfortable to be um leading something um but it's like but it's okay you know rise up and as we are all rising up in this extraordinary time that we're finding ourselves and uh, rise up and, uh, and if we all become a, a, the voice a professional voice um and um the the the, the newly emerging world that we are about to um, to be released into we don't know what it's going to be like but if we can move forward in within this integrity within this strength of of, of mission and purpose um with a strong nervous system our hormonal system in balance then this word immunity which was very much talked about within medicine um, and certainly within holistic health but it's a common parlance word now isn't it that our own immunity will see us through 
but the way to balance our own immunity in my view one of the major ways to do it is through stillness and the beautiful way to stillness is through meditation and mindfulness so it's um, an emergence of of, uh, of a new way and moving from where the the, the 60s and um yes you were right elaine about it, it being misunderstood but it was like the precursor for what was to come 50 years later and um 50 60 and when i looked at the uh, the date of the release of um, let it be it was 1970 and we're now 2020 so exactly 50 years on um literally it was the 8th of may that that, that record was released so 50 years on half a century later you know we're, we're, we're moving into a world where we're not looking to persuade anybody we're looking to become um visible and to become present and to find each other in our in our communities so yeah mom is going to happen it's going to happen in in um on the 10th of may 2020 as i said earlier at 12 midday and the um the the, the dream at the very beginning was about co-creating compassionate communities and this is still um, the foundation of the, the mom vision so shall i shall i move forward with with how it's 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 evolving well well in this time, it's um, mom, Moments of Mass Mindfulness, is going to be um, 100% virtual. Previously, we've had gatherings, and of course, we're, we're not able to have gatherings. So it's very, very simple to do. We don't have to sell tickets for anything. We don't have to find venues. We have to find a place in our own homes, I would suggest, where we feel comfort, where we feel we can spend probably between... 20, 40, 60 minutes, between 20 and 60 minutes, enjoying some time of peace and, and quiet and stillness, either by ourselves or, or with others. Um, so it's, um, it, this is twofold. It's, it's, I'm, I'm asking if people would consider or be invited to host a mom in their own home gather people be it within their own home or online people who are interested and have expressed an interest towards meditation and mindfulness and join together we've got all the internet now we've got zooms and we've got instagrams and facebook's where people can join whatsapp so it could be a couple of people it could be a hundred if you've if you've got the uh, the facilities to do so it could be however many people you want come together in, in, in this beautiful community that you're creating. Now, if you're hosting one, this is taking full responsibility of, of this, this gathering that you're, you're hosting. If you are um, a teacher or a guide already, if you're a meditation teacher, a mindfulness teacher, um, then, then hosting a group um, is very straightforward because you're now probably very used to being online and meditating uh, or, or gathering a group of people and being mindful together so if whoever's hosting a group we're saying there's no rules here as long as we follow the 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 professionalism and the 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 integrity uh, of the intention behind it 10 minutes i would suggest of gathering people and making each person feel comfortable in their own their own space and coming together and maybe with a self-inquiry question of Asking each, asking yourself silently, what it, what is my heart's desire? 
what is my heart's desire? What is it that I would like to, to, to experience, feel either during the meditation or, or afterwards, or as we're emerging into, um, into a world of um, physical connection again. So that's the first few minutes, however long that takes. And, and this starts about midday at midday and then moving into um, the main body of it, which is a meditation. So, for a host who is a guide, a teacher, to do their own compassionate, loving kindness meditation, however feels right for, for them. If you are seeking further resources within the MOM world, M-O-M-M world.org website, there is um, a 20 minute loving kindness guided meditation that I downloaded and it's free. Um, it's it's been peer reviewed uh, and it's it's um, it, it's really very beautiful. So so there's a meditation there. So that's two ways. It's if you are a teacher or a guide, feel confident to be able to lead a meditation, then please um, twenty minutes, um, or or using one of the the many resources and the, and there's a script. So that's the main body, and then coming out of it. Maybe that's, maybe that's enough. Maybe this is an opportunity, as we did in the market square, of saying, you know, let's generate some conversation between us and, and find out what, what is it? What, what is it that we would love to co-create moving forward? It may be that that was enough and that was beautiful. But as we start to um, awaken to the fact that, you know, stillness and um, uh, the breath and the life and the connection with ourselves, the connection with our families, the connection with the world. We start to see a, a, a bigger picture, knowing that you know we've retreated from the world and look how the world is flourishing. So having those conversations about what would what would what would each one of us like to do next to continue to 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 co-create more loving kindness within our own lives, within our own relationships, within our world. And then maybe connecting with us on mom world afterwards and feeding back we'll put out a feedback form as we did before tell us what happened tell us what happened for you you don't have to by any means send us some photographs that would be wonderful send us whatever whatever feels right the pictures of you, you doing it in your garden with your your children whatever feels right raising the energy of the what what is it that you you want to 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 create within your community moving forward. And then we are co-creating these beautiful, compassionate communities. It's evolving. We don't know really what the future holds, but if we can move into the future with a strong nervous system and a high, um, vibrant immune system, my goodness, and we found each other. Whatever's waiting for us as we emerge, like the butterfly out of the cocoon, um, we, we found each other and we're there to help support moving forward. I hope that has inspired a little. Does that make sense? Let's hope. Um, I know there is lots of uh, mindfulness teachers who will be listening to this through the connections that I have. So uh, let's, uh, let's hope that they will be inspired um, by your wonderful lead. So what does your husband think about all of this? Is he, does he think you've lost the plot? Is he going along with it? Because he <laughs> um, is a nurse and now this. <laughs> Yes, he, um, uh, he, he, he's, he's very, very supportive, but it doesn't necessarily um, have the same passion because, you know, what's beautiful is it's my passion. But I did overhear him saying during the mass meditation that we did um, to uh, somebody who was also a participant uh, who was, um, and he said, 
if I described Sue, I would describe her as a force of nature. <laughs> I laughed at this. I thought, well, well, actually, maybe that's correct. Um, I, I, I don't know, but, but it is, it is wonderful. Um, I have to be very mindful that it, it is my journey. It is my. Um, uh, I, uh, he supports me. He cooks. He does. He, he, he nurtures me in that way, and I get on and do it. But I have to be grounded and I have to be very careful that this is a big part of my life but there's also a different part of my life as well which is the party girl <laughs> and enjoying that as well. Tell us a bit about the science behind all this you mentioned HeartMath Institute and yes. you've mentioned about heart and brain connection and this sort of thing so talk us a bit about the science around it Sue. Yeah the science of mindfulness and meditation it's it's vast. And um, John Kabat-Zinn, um, who is classed as sort of the, uh, the modern day godfather um, of, of, of modern mindfulness, um, uh, he'll be the first to say, I've heard him say it so many times, that there is so much out there that, that it can be overwhelming. So it's finding peer review documents uh, which support this. But but the, the, the science is, is showing, uh, this is very much in a nutshell, that when you, um, when you settle the nervous system, and this is why we follow very much the, the, the breath, because the breath is with us from the moment we're born until we take our last breath. If we can follow the breath and we can start to become very conscious of the breath and we can follow it longer, slower, deep breath to begin with, what that does is it activates something, uh, the longest nerve in the body called the vagus nerve, uh, spelled V-A-G-U-S, like Las Vegas, but slightly, slightly uh, a different spelling. And, and this then, as, as we stimulate the vagus nerve, this is like the switchboard between the, the stress response, which is the sympathetic nervous system, which runs up the spine, remembering S, sympathetic, spine, and stress which is when we move into fight, flight, freeze mode, which is, is where many of us find ourselves when we're, we're moving into, um, into fear. As we take this long, slow breath, we stimulate the vagus nerve, which runs through the diaphragm, because we have to stimulate the diaphragm as we're taking this breath, and it massages the vagus nerve. And what that does is it switches the, the nervous system into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is classed as the, the rest and digest. Mm. Because when we're in fight flight, we are not capable of taking a long, slow, deep breath. We're in very short, shallow breath because our heart is pumping. and We're pumping all this blood around our body to, to freeze or to fly or to fight. So the science, of neuroscience this is what they're looking at there are more neural pathways that go from the heart to the brain than there is the other way and a, a beautiful um scientist to follow the work of is a gentleman called richard davidson um which is spelled d-a-v-i-s-o-n i think he works with the da dalai lama he's based at the university of um i think it's wisconsin and he works with John Kabat-Zinn as well for, for the science. Now, HeartMath started it in about 1990. And I am going to be putting a link onto my website because HeartMath have released this yesterday about a little bit about the history of HeartMath and um, the free training that they are giving at the moment 
because of the time that we find ourselves in for more people to connect with the work of heart math which they have they have two two parts to heart math one is the the, the training and their trainers are all heavily involved in mom and have been for the last year and many of the heart math trainers will be will be leading this and um, there's the global coherence initiative and that's the other part of heart math which is a scientific part so so the heart math they call it heart lock-in which is quite interesting because that's one of the terms we're using now as we're cocooning is 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 balancing the in-breath and balancing the out-breath so if you breathe in for the count of five you breathe out for the count of five and as you do this with your attention on your heart the science is showing that you bring your your heart and your brain into this beautiful alignment where you are at that it's called coherence where you're at that space that absolute place of your heart is beating at virtually the same rhythm as 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 your 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 brain but your your heart has this um electro electromagnetic field which is 5000 times stronger than the electromagnetic field of your brain so I would. I, I just want to give you a, just a small introduction to to heart math. It's really the, the practice for for mom. Really, is is giving leads, giving um, uh, validation to to science, and then to follow those leads yourself to find out what it is in there that would really resonate with you. And this is about finding the own experience for you to go on your your own your own path. So, so to be involved with heart math is 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 a huge privilege and likewise i was in california i was with them uh, only a matter of weeks ago likewise they said the same about about the the mom initiatives they feel um, uh, very happy very proud and very pleased to be participating um, in, in this movement so then if we move into further science the the work of dr dan siegel is phenomenal and if i could spell his name for you um which is his surname is S E, sorry S I E G E L. Dr. Daniel Siegel, and um, he he's got the MindSight Institute in in California, and I was very fortunate to be with him um, in person last year. Sorry, last month, um, and he I, I met Dan. Um, in 2016 when I was um, with uh, Dr. Deepak Chopra, one of his trainings, and he was doing a meditation called the Wheel of Awareness Meditation, which is, um, after I'd done this meditation with him on three early mornings, I really felt something shift. And I said to, to Dr. Dan Siegel, do you ever come over to the UK? And he said, uh, yes, I do. I said, would you come over to the UK and do the Wheel of Awareness with me? And he, he looked at me, because I was this lady who just came forward and I said I live very close to the home of Sir Isaac Newton and Sir Isaac Newton was the the, the leading classic physics in the 1600s what I felt here is is something very different it feels like the the emergence of consciousness he talks a lot about and if we could bring the wheel of awareness to the foot of the tree where Sir Isaac Newton felt the apple or saw the apple drop and, and and this is where the gravitational field and all the other work that he, he did i just feel that it could be the 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 emergence of of the of the old world with the new world the integration and he, he laughed and he goes 
Sure. Well, that's a wild idea. And it happened. It happened very coincidentally. I'd already booked the house before I met him to do a mass meditation two days after we did um, the mass meditation in Nottingham in 2016. And he had one free day in his European calendar. Um, and it was the day that I'd booked the house. And he came. We, he came up from his huge talks that he'd been doing in Europe and, and London. He gifted his time. He did uh, the meditation around the tree. There was 52 of us sat around the tree. And I felt, and many of us felt on that day, a shift. It was like um, a, 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 another new emergence. And he's obviously never forgotten it. There's a number of videos out. And again, I can link that. And um, he then went from us. Uh, we took him down to um, Stansted Airport. And he flew out to Ireland to the home of John O'Donoghue, um, who he, he did a lot of work with, who was um, a mystic from Ireland who sadly died. And um, his, his, his work with John O'Donoghue is huge. Um, and when I was with him in San Francisco um, a number of weeks ago, he said, please, whatever I can do for you, I will do. So I'm now in liaison with him. We're just waiting to find out if, if um, we can record a meditation for the children during that period. And um, it's a kind of, this is an evolution. Watch this space because day by day, people are coming forward and saying, please, may I help? And please, may I be part of this? And everybody is welcome. It's for everybody. So yes, those those two. That, so that that's a very long answer to the science. But when we have got the people who are dealing with the heart, heart math, and we have people who are really cutting edge with the brain, integrating those two together, those two huge bodies of work with others within mom, is um, bringing the science to the experience of the practice of of mindfulness and meditation for each one of us to feel whatever we feel during that time because that is to me the real science and this is what happened to me in my own life is when I felt the feeling of what it felt like when I was taken to to meditation classes not necessarily immediately I went again and again and again it's like whoa I feel I feel slightly different but I don't know what it is and and trusting those people that I went with and then setting up my own groups and this is this is the result of, of, um, of, a, of a, a beautiful, heartbreaking journey to start with that is, is I feel um, inspiring uh, as I explain it and share it with you. And thank you, Elaine, for letting me, letting me have a voice to be able to share this with you um, and, and anybody and everybody else who's listening and, and, and inviting you. Please come forward, please rise up and please be a voice on the 10th of May. 2020 at 12 o'clock. Thank it's you. Absolute pleasure to uh, to always when I come to Nottingham to meet up with you, Sue. And I was one of those 52 people around the tree with um, uh, the Dan Siegel experience, and I too experienced a shift. I'm not a I'm not a meditator. I'm not a natural meditator. I've been told that I'm an active meditator, so I kind of go wandering off when I'm when I'm uh, gardening or. Um, driving or, or, or writing and um, that, that experience with the wheel of awareness underneath the, the Isaac Newton tree um, has stayed with me I, I often think about it it was it was really quite calming wonderful experience 
Oh, yes. And, and I, as I was talking, I, I could see you then. I thought, well, obviously it's for you to share whether you wanted your audience to know you were there. It was, it was very, very special. And when I was with Jan Siegel and his beautiful wife, um, uh, Caroline Wells, she's just written a book on mindfulness for women, which has literally just been released. And, and she's looking forward to, to, to being involved moving forward. Um, it's, um, it's those little, um, those little nuggets along the way. We do what we do, don't we, Elaine? And I'm sure all your listeners, many of your listeners will feel the same. There is a, there is a, a, a path that we're, we're, we're working towards. And for this, it's the next mom. And that, but that's a moment in time. And what I've, I've learned, and I've had wise counsel, including yourself on this, said, but the path is the long and winding road, really. It's the, it's the golden nuggets that we pick up along the way that adds to the experience of, oh, that, that was interesting. That was an interesting encounter, which we start to notice as we, we become stiller and more, more aware, more conscious of, ah, and, and then we move along and then another little beautiful something happens. But I'm at the stage now where I reflect on, on Steve Jobs, who did this beautiful speech at Stanford University, where he talked to, about joining up the dots. And he talks about, I'm standing here now talking to you and I'm joining up the dots of my life. And it makes absolute perfect sense to be able to be here at this moment in time, talking to you about this because of the, the highs and the lows. And this is what I feel has happened is, you know, we do what we do because we feel that it, it feels the right thing to do. But when we stand at, at that moment, it's like, ah, oh, now this is why I met that person. This is why that person came from. That person has such integrity and professionalism as well. That's why we've, we've maintained this relationship. And then when we stand together in our truth at a given point, whatever that point is for me, it's mom on the 10th of May. It's like, you take a collective breath. It's like, okay, let's activate now and let's amplify. Let's activate out the heart-based resonance and let's amplify it back to ourselves and to the world. And it starts for a glimpse of time to make sense, but it's what happens afterwards. What is it? What does it mean to you as, as we move forward? What is it that, that's inspired you to do a little bit more for yourself in this beautiful self-care to stay well and balanced? What is it that you can do in the world to, to help the world heal as well and care for the world? And the two are interconnected. And this is the basis of Ayurveda. It's the interconnectivity of yourself and the world. The world is the extended body. It feeds us, it nourishes us. It gives us water, it gives us air to breathe, it gives us space to move around. And I believe that many of us are awakening to the fact of our beautiful world, when left to be on its own, um, will continue to support and nourish us. So that is, that is the goal of the mom, the, the mother, the nurturing, the kindness, the care, the compassion, the mom. <laughs> wonderful nothing is ever wasted is it as you say joining the dots up and as as um co well <laughs> coincidence you know there's no such thing as coincidence is there it's opportunity and <laughs> timing you mentioned steve jobs i actually shared uh, a um something this morning about steve jobs when he was saying that um you know you, you can only live in one house and you know it doesn't matter how much um, you can only drive one car no matter how much it costs or one you use one handbag at a time and this sort of thing and um, yeah. he was talking about um, you know live live your life enjoy the peace enjoy the friendship um, be well you know look after yourself take responsibility and all these trinkets and 
wealth um, that people aspire to actually you know if you don't have health happiness uh, uh, friendship kindness compassion all that sort of stuff what, what what do you have you have nothing do you you have a you have a void it's a void isn't it and that was the void that I I, I got myself into um, and then fill it, filling that void again, not knowing <laughs> what it was. It was just like, I need to heal me. And if I can heal me, then maybe I can offer this, you know, further. It's, it's, it starts with self, doesn't it? And then radiates out. Um, so yes, it's, it's interesting. And, and again, Steve Jobs was, you know, a man of the sixties. Um, uh, when he, when he, he had one book on his iPad, I'm sure you know this, don't you? It's called Autobiography of a Yogi by um, one of the, um, the first people, uh, the first swamis that came over to America to talk about the ancient traditions of, of India meditation and mindfulness, um, Paramahansa Yogananda. And it, that was the one book that Steve Jobs had on his iPad. And at his, uh, at his funeral, there were 600 copies of this one book given out and, and, and with the message of, this is worth reading. <laughs> so I share that because I follow um, also, you know, many of those, those, those paths of, of, of um, Indian and Chinese and, and traditional wisdoms. So it's bringing those beautiful wisdoms back into to current day. And um, first to find what, what it is that we want to nurture and nourish us. There's, there's such a wealth of stuff and it's finding that there is such a wealth. What is it for me? And it's finding those little paths to go on yourself. So it's the science, it's the spirituality, it's the wisdoms, it's the uh, the coming together of you know in the ancient traditions of tribes, um, coming together in our our own little tribes of, of of what nurtures and nourishes me within my cocoon where we are at the moment. We've got our own little sacred spaces, haven't we, in our, our own homes as we meditate there. Uh, and then when we emerge as these butterflies, we will all emerge into this heart-based world. Um, we know that at any time that we can touch back to, to base, to our, to our, our, our tribe um, within this community, whatever the communities that, that, that you're joining um, and, and gathering and being part of. Um, so mom is a vehicle for that. Uh, and mom stands independent um, I work in service to community I seek for nothing um, and um, it's that freedom and it's a, it's it's a really beautiful place to be and I'm so grateful to you Elaine to your listeners for listening to this and for if it feels the invitation inspired to take action please become a host and and, and step up and rise up uh, and become a voice of um, of kindness and compassion it's there wonderful thank you and get out of our own way to find whatever balance is right for us because we're all different aren't we we are oh, we are and we're, we're unique aren't we and this is the beauty of the uniqueness of, of each individual but we do need the support of others uh, you know we've we've both found that haven't we i've certainly yes. found the support of others has been instrumental of me staying grounded staying balanced and having a lot of fun and when I go off at a tangent, there's somebody, some wise counsellors go, uh-oh, come on, you know, is that, is that where you want to be? Or I ask for advice and, and, it, and it's given freely. Um, and this is what the, 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 the mom community is all about, find, finding people who help support, nourish you and, uh, and moving, moving forward together 
in, in any shape or form, but knowing that um, you're not alone, we're, we're all one. Absolutely fabulous. And I'm grinning, and we're on the radio, but I'm grinning from ear to ear here, because I'm <laughs> sure you are as well, and hopefully our listeners are. So um, final, final song, um, Love Within by Tina Turner. Why did you choose this, Sue? This absolutely melts my heart. Everything about it, it's a long, it's a long track. It's in three parts. It's the it's a, the music of, of chanting to begin with, because Tina Turner is now doing a lot of chanting. It's um, uh, lots of uh, feminine voices. And then she moves into words in the middle and she talks about about the mother and she talks about the it's not anything to do with gender. It's about each one of us has a feminine aspect within us, whether you're male or female, you've got masculine and feminine. And she talks about going to the mother within. So that resonates on every level. And then the last part is the song Amazing Grace that she sings. I listen to it all the time, but when I've listened to it and I've shared it, it it's an experience. It's a meditation in itself. So I turn everything off and I listen and I become absorbed in this piece uh, within a, a 10, 11 minute piece. And um, it puts me back into coherence, <laughs> puts me back into, into center. And I have it playing a lot just in the background, I have it playing in the bathroom in the morning, you know. So it, it follows me around this song and I'm so thrilled that you're going to be sharing it. Lovely, and I'm looking forward to hearing it. I hadn't hadn't come across it, so thank you for introducing to us. So, <laughs> Sue, to, to, to finish up then, how do people get um, in touch with you, with the mom experience, to volunteer, to, to host a group, etc.? Remind us of the, the website. Okay, it's um, www.mom, M-O-M-M, world, all one word, momworld.org. Um, it's, we're, we're not looking for registrations but we're looking for support and help uh, so it's not about data collection it's about come come to the website the, the there will be more put up on the website as we evolve now because it's uh, the, these 19 days to become involved so if you want to and everything stays in confidence uh, if you want to put your uh, your details in and i will come back to you so email me simply just start the process internally of saying you know i really would like at 12 midday to gather a group of people you don't need to have to get in touch with me simply just what feels right for you i would like to hold a mom and set that intention at 12 o'clock on the 10th of may and coincidentally it's mother's day in every country in the world except the uk and, and ireland where it's see it's mental health awareness week or coming up and um, so so I would like to hold them on what is it that I would like to do and feel free to do whatever feels right for you and and gather gather with your pet gather with your 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 family gather with your friends and um, if there's any way that I can help facilitate there is only me um, but there's a huge amount of people who are interested in this and we're going to open up the Facebook page Instagram and all the other social media platforms um, for for conversations. So 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 watch out for that. And that's hashtag MomWorld or at MomWorld. Um, join join in. You know this is this is um, a collective. This is raising the awareness, raising consciousness as a collective. And and for it not to be bottlenecked in any shape or form. And and as we've said, we're we're letting it flow free. So um, be inspired. 
Thank you. Sue Cooper, founder of Mumworld. Fabulous to talk to you today. Thank you for your time. Thank you. And thank you, Elaine. And thank you for everything that you do to, to raise awareness of perfect health and to all your vibrant listeners as well. Um, we're, we're, we're of one mind. That's why we're, we're connecting through this. So I am so appreciative of, of giving me an opportunity to, to share. Thank you. Most welcome. And here is Tina Turner, Love Within.